Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Why We Disney podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us on this magical Wednesday. We have a fantastic episode for you today and a special guest. We're going to be talking about Disney's California Adventure, a section in that park, and I am so excited to get started. So we hope you're excited. We hope you're ready. Let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another Why We Disney Wednesday. I am Kara, and I'm brought to you by my co-host, Casey. Hello, hello. And kind of more importantly, we do have a very special guest. We have the darling of Disney herself. Ashley's with us today. Hello. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So we've had you on the podcast before to talk other things Disneyland related. And um, can you just remind our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Darling of Disney. And yeah, that's it right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to point out too that we have not had any guests on the podcast that have been returning guests, right? We've Mm -hmm. so you are our first returning guest to the podcast. So thank you. Yay. Thank you guys. Now, for our listeners, today we are going to be talking about that very special land of Pixar Pier. And so Ash is going to kind of give us some tips and tricks on that. But for our older audience, our more mature audience, I do want to point out that Ashley is very well known in another part of Disney. And can you just talk about that for a second, too? Are we talking about all the drinks? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... I love Disney drinks. I'm very passionate about them. Um, And so I do love DCA because you can drink in that park, whereas Disneyland, you can't really drink there. And Pixar Pier is definitely one of my favorite places to just sit down and have a drink. So I'm so excited to be part of this episode. (laughs) And DCA is officially legal. They are 21 years old now. So happy birthday to DCA with that. But again, we are talking about a specific part, not Cars Land, not the new Avengers Campus. We are talking about the good old faithful Pixar Pier. Now for our little Disney newbies, this is located in that Disney California adventure part. Um, But we need to kind of start at the beginning. So I had to do my research on this, y'all. It was a little difficult to figure out, but, but bear with me here. So at first it was called Paradise Pier along with the beginning of DCA, and we will be referring to Disney California Adventure as DCA, right? Then in 2018, it actually split into the two sections that we know it as, which is Pixar Pier and then Paradise Garden Park, which I think most of us kind of wrap just into one. Um, And then officially, On June 23rd of good old 2018, the official Pixar Pier debuted as we know it is today. So if you go on your little Disneyland app and you go and find Pixar Pier, you can see all the magic that we are about to talk about. And if you don't know, we are recording this the day after I got home from Disneyland. So I'm so excited to share all of my magic and get some more tips from Ashley for all of you guys. But um, Casey, you want to kind of start with what they can find there? Absolutely. I want to do that. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that you just got back from Disneyland because Kara and I have not got a chance to actually like talk through her trip yet. So I am so excited just to hear, you know, kind of your thoughts on everything. Ashley, you're obviously like a very seasoned Disneyland DCA, <laughs> like very seasoned, but um, I am super excited. We've, we talk about Disneyland on the podcast and we love to talk about it, but at the same time, Kara and I had never been. So we're kind of just doing our research and we're treading in waters that we're not familiar with, but I, so I'm, it, it's a new insight and I'm so glad to have it. So, but yes, let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's talk about what you can find in Pixar Pier. Okay. So let's talk about some attractions first, things you could do, entertainment, right? So we're going to talk about first the Games of Pixar Pier. So this opened in 2001 as the Games of Paradise Pier, and then it was rethemed in 2018. So from what I learned on the Google is this is basically like your common basic like carnival games, right? Like the water gun, like racing game. And then you have like a couple of different bag tosses and things like that. Am I right to assume that that's kind of what that's like this section? Yeah. So like the bag tosses, the water thing, and then 
Um, they actually have one where everyone's a winner, which is like a fun thing. Yeah. Wow. You don't have to be anyone or anything. So there's one that you can just like play it and you automatically get a prize. So you're a winner. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would do that one like over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And so after doing a little research, this, this section of Pixar Pier, right, you, you do have to pay extra to play these games, just like you would if you were at a carnival. So from what I read, I don't know how old this article was. I want to say it was like 2019, 2020, but the games per person are about $4 per person per game. I mean, I know that like a ton of prices have went up recently, but is that about what it is now? I want to say so. I think it's like four or five dollars. Because okay. I think you can usually load like twenty dollars onto a card and then you can okay. play a few times with that. So that's cool. That's cool. Kara, did you do any of these games when you were no, we had many things on the agenda. <laughs> so I figured that they were like just normal theme park games. So we kind of skipped yeah. over this section. For sure, for sure. And so prizes for these games would typically be like your character plushes, which are really fun. I love character plushes. I'm all here for that. So mm -hmm. next up, we have the Increda coaster, which, I mean, I think that would be like the highlight of this section of DCA for me. Uh, but this opened in 2001 as California Screamin', and it was rethemed in 2018. So this is all based off the Incredibles 2 movie. So you kind of get to see like, all of Jack Jack's powers, which by the way, can I just stop for a second and say, how did this boy inherit so many superpowers when everyone else just has one? Like no thoughts on this guys? How? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just like a funny part of the movie because Jack Jack's so little and, and he has yes. the most. So, so clueless. It's the comedic factor of it. Yes. Uh, yes. So fun. So fun. So this roller coaster, roller coaster actually reaches up to 55 miles per hour, which is pretty quick. And it's also the eighth longest roller coaster in the world. If there's one thing that I can complain about with Disney in general is like your rides are too short. Like you wait 45 minutes to an hour for less than a 30 second ride sometimes. So I can appreciate that this is the eighth longest roller coaster in Pixar Pier or in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Ashley, do we love this roller coaster? Is it like a must-do for you? Oh, yes. It's always a must-do. It's so fun. And, like, I loved California Screaming, and I was like, I don't want it to change. Like, I was very against them changing Paradise yeah. Pier to Pixar Pier. But I think they did a really great job with the Incredicoaster, especially at night, because it all, like, lights up and everything. It's perfect. Uh. For sure. Kara, did you write it? I, I wrote it. I love it. And I'm so glad that I watched The Incredibles 2 before I went. Mm. Because I had, I had to like sit down and schedule time to watch that movie because I haven't watched it. I haven't seen it yet. And so I was like, oh, the whole Incredicoaster is based off of this. I have to watch it. And um, wow. And they have that comparison. I'm, this is going to be the first tease, but they have the comparison of The Incredicoaster or rock and roller coaster right. and I prefer hands down in credit coaster yeah it's yeah super cute Disneyland sure. <laughs> I would I think I would too like I love rock and roller coaster but there when I've rode in credit coaster virtually because you can do that on YouTube <laughs> at what I, you can do yeah. that on YouTube I did this um so basically I wrote it sort of <laughs> anyway um yeah so when I wrote it I was like oh wow this could be a really cool ride in person so I'm for it Let, and I do have one quick question before we move on so what's the typical wait for Incredicoaster on like a Saturday like a busy like a, a generally busy Saturday honestly the wait for Incredicoaster I feel like like there's times that it gets up to like 90 minutes but I would say most days I feel like it sits at around like half an hour mm -hmm. like it's not terrible wait time so that's fair looking at my Instagram highlight to see if I posted it because I I tried to with all yeah. the um with all the rides I want to say it was a 45 minute wait I didn't post it but I think I remember it was like 45 minute wait but we used lightning lane mm -hmm. like seven 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right, guys, we could talk about Incredicosta forever, but moving on to the next one up, we have Jesse's Critter Carousel. So this opened in 2001 as King Triton's Carousel of the Sea, but it was rethemed in 2019. Um, so Ashley, do you prefer it either way? Um, I don't know. It's even when it was King Triton's, I didn't write it that much. I kind it's of just like a normal carousel, right? Yeah, it's literally a normal carousel, but like this one just has like Toy Story creatures on it. <laughs> Can I put out a fun fact that I learned? And I feel yeah. like I learned this on Provost or however you say it, Park Pass, that, that YouTube channel. But there is an actual difference between carousel and merry-go-round. And now I'm going to confuse them. But one of them goes clockwise and the other one goes counterclockwise. Never it took me 27 years of life to realize this, but I'll have to like look it up when we're done. But yeah, if it's a carousel, it will always go in one direction and a merry-go-round goes the other. Fun wow. fact. What? I was today years old. Same. <laughs> I never knew that. Okay, fun fact of the day. That one might win the day. There's going to be a lot of fun facts in this episode, but that one might win it for me. I don't know. Yeah. All right, moving on to our next one. This is the Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. So this was rethemed in 2019 as well. Gosh, a lot of rethemed attractions in uh, DCA. Good Lord. Okay, so this is based on the popular Pixar film, Inside Out. We know it. Love it. It's such a cute little film. And this attraction is kind of like a spinner ride. And I was trying to think of something that I could compare this to in Disney World, but literally the only thing I could think of is like maybe Dumbo in like a not so much way or like yeah. magic we carpets are. of Aladdin, maybe. Yeah, it's like it's like the speed of that ride, you know, like yes. it's pretty slow. It doesn't do too much. Yes. Uh, did you ride this one, Kara? Or was this like a... This was actually down for refurbishment. Oh. Uh, but I just wanted to point out that if you're from like the, the Northeastern and you go to Hershey Park, which mm -hmm. is, I grew up 20 minutes from Hershey Park. We have a ride called Tilt-A-Whirl, which is that exact ride. Yeah. So... I did want to go on it because I love sadness and I love Inside Out, but yeah. it is, it's a ride that, the, a type of ride that I've been on before. Mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like these. And of course, I virtually wrote it on the YouTube. <laughs> did it again, did you see that? <laughs> Another kind of cool thing about the emotional whirlwind is it's actually a ride from Old Bugs Land. They... Like when they turned Bugs Land into Avengers Campus, they literally like plucked that ride, put it into Pixar Pier, and then changed like the boxes and everything that you sit in. Mm. I thought See? Bugs Land was in Disneyland. No, it was where Avengers Campus. Exactly. That <laughs> Avengers Campus replaced that. I remember. Oh no. Now I'm so confused. Okay. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Uh, we've, we've went off the rails, guys. Okay, so let's, um, I'm sure that's a super cool little ride. I'm sure it's good for like younger kids to jump on. Apparently right now it's down for refurbishment, but that's good. That's a really cool one, I think. And I love Inside Out, so I'm here <laughs> for it. Okay, so let's talk about this Pixar Pal Around. Okay, and I just want to say, up until like a few weeks ago, I thought this was just a regular Ferris wheel. Nope. Definitely not. Okay, so this opened in 2001 as the Sun Wheel, and then it was rethemed in 2009 as Mickey's Fun Wheel, and then it was rethemed again in 2018. Bless this ride's heart. It has been rethemed so many times, but this is the beautiful uh, Ferris wheel looking ride with the Mickey in the center that just takes gorgeous pictures behind it. Kara, you had to get some good pictures behind this one or in front of this one. I did. And I, I specifically made a uh, one of those like collections in Instagram. And I was like going to Ashley's profile and uh, a couple other people's like from the other Ashley's and like saving the pictures I had to take. So when we got to the locations, I was like, this X marks the spot. This is where they took that picture. Um, so I'm so glad. But yes, it's beautiful at day and at night. Mm -hmm. 
Mm, at night as well. Wow. Uh, so y'all, this is super cool. It's a, it's an attraction that stands 160 feet tall and actually 10 of those feet are underwater, which is pretty freaking cool. Okay. There's 24 cars total or gondolas, right? And 16 of those are swinging and the other eight are non-swinging. And y'all best believe I'm going to be in the non-swinging line. Okay, now I have to know. Ashley, is this a must-do for you? Do you do swinging? Do you do non-swinging? I I try not to go on it. Period. Period. It's one of Cody's favorite rides. And I tell, oh. tell him, I'm like, twice a year, I'll go on it with you. Like, you get two times a year, and I will go with you for that. Oh, my gosh. Now, is Cody, he does the swinging side, or he just likes the... He likes the swinging. I'm not a fan. It's stressful. It's too stressful. <laughs> I feel like you either love this or you absolutely hate this. Yeah, basically. Uh, Kara, did you ride it? I did. And for sure, we went on the non-swinging okay. side um, because I wasn't trying to go into a ride with a literal motion sickness bag. Heck No. There's no way, but, um, we, we had a great time, uh, going in the gondolas and like just riding to the top and seeing everything. And it, it's such a beautiful view. If you don't mind heights, mm-hmm. if you do mind heights, that's a different story, but it, it is a great ride. That is cool. That is cool. And, um, so the reason why we're talking about this is because you probably, if you are traveling to Pixar Pier anytime soon, and you are prone to motion sickness, Beware the swinging side on this attraction. It might get you. So be careful. Make good decisions out there, people. Make good decisions. Okay. And the last one that we're going to talk about in my little section here is the Toy Story Midway Mania. This opened in May of 2008. No, 2008. And so this is actually, and actually, I want to make sure that I'm around this. Is this like almost the same exact ride from Disney World? Okay. Yeah, it's so, like the exact same. Yes. Like the same, like the same um like screens and everything. Like none of that is different. Yeah. The okay. line in Disney World, like the queue for Toy Story Mania in Disney World is way better though. Like it's so yeah. cute in Disney World. This one is like it's pretty much all outdoors, but then the ride itself is basically the same. So yeah. That's, I, do, I do really like the queue in the one in Hollywood Studios in Disney World, um, but it's interesting. So they actually were building these at the exact same time. So it's interesting that they, that they would be, the queues itself would be so different, but fun fact, they were building well, them at the same time. I'm glad that we're bringing up queues and, and this was a real big discussion with the three of us that went because we were talking about these queues the whole time. And that is a huge part of the Disney world experience. Right. Yeah. And Brandon brought it to our attention. It was on one of those, the imaginary story behind the attractions, one of the uh, Disney plus things mm-hmm. that when they were building Disneyland and DCA, they didn't think about queues because mm-hmm. it doesn't really rain there. So all the queues are for the most part outside. There are no, inside queues that you go on so disney world in hurricane season right that rains almost every day that's why they have so many inside queues and i never put two and two together until brandon brought that up and because we were looking for the the toy story mania queue and there there is a small one but it's nothing like the disney world one and so when we were in all these outside queues and i was burning from the sun i was like wow Where's my indoor AC? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Was it hot, Kara, when you were there? Like, was it super hot? Um, well, I burn easy, so it's hard for me to say hot. But um, it was really hot on our DCA day. For some reason, it just got up in the 80s, something around the 80s. But I was going to say, you guys came, like, right as the heat wave was starting. Because it's, like, 90 degrees here right now. And yeah. you like were kind of like right at the start of it going up. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so. that's really cool. So one other last fun fact about this particular attraction is the Mr. Potato Head um, animatronic. When you're going through the queue, I know it's in the queue for Walt Disney World. Is it in the queue for Disneyland um, DCA? It's the a Mr. Potato Head. Ride. Do what? 
It's like right outside of the ride. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. So this was one of the first animatronics whose mouth could actually move with vowels and consonants, which I think is so cool. Um, and I always think that Mr. Potato Head is talking directly to me. Like, I, I swear he is. Like, I swear there's like a person inside of it, like talking to me. I swear. I swear. Because it's so realistic. It is so cool. Fun fact. Fun fact, guys. All right. Well, so there's not just attractions, obviously, in Pixar Pier. We have some really cool restaurants as well. And I want Ashley to talk us through some restaurants and tell us yeah. where we should go. What's the good stuff? What's the not so good stuff? Okay. So <laughs> I'll start with like, I'll start with the not so good or stuff that I feel like you can kind of skip over or get like okay. other places, you know, like they have like the popcorn at Pixar Pier. Again, we love Disneyland popcorn, but it's like you can kind of get it anywhere. Uh, yes. <laughs> and so it's just normal popcorn. And then senior buzz churros, actually. Like, one, Disneyland churros are amazing. But two, for some reason, the senior buzz ones, I swear they're better than anywhere else in California adventure. Really? I don't know what it is. Like, even just like their normal churros, but then they also have like a spicy churro too over there. Yeah, I don't, I've never tried that one, so I'm not sure on that one. Interesting, yeah. And then they have um Poultry Palace, which is where you can get like turkey legs, corn on the cob, and then mm. get, like a little chicken basket or something. Um, I have heard that the chicken basket's like good to share with like if like you have like a little family there, it's like a nice snack, but I've never eaten at that one. So I can't speak too much to it. <laughs> and then I'm starving right now. So this is hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's angry dogs, which is like based on anger from inside out. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So it's like a hot dog stand. And then you have like an angry dog and a slightly annoyed dog so like one is like spicy and one's not super spicy <laughs> oh that's cute uh, and that's one place that you can just grab like a beer too on the pier um because there's not a lot of places that you can just kind of like walk up and like grab a beer type of mm -hmm. thing over there but that's one of them um and then you have jack jack cookie num nums of course <laughs> love it Yes. Love this. So, you and can get a cookie num num. No, oh, oh, no, I was going to say this one for some reason, and maybe I just got a bad one at Disney World, but that one was better oh. at Disneyland. <laughs> and I just think, like, you know, placement sells. And so, right yeah. after you get, you're getting off of the ride of Incredicoaster, and the stand is right there. Mm -hmm. So, like, of course, I'm going to get one. Yeah. And then it's like when you're on Incredicoaster, you can smell the cookies when you're like going down the big drop. So then you're like, well, now I want a cookie. <laughs> uh, they knew that. Like the marketing people were like, let's put this right here. Because I know that when they come off, this is where they're going to stop every time. Smart people they are. Wow. Yeah. And then they also do have an Incredicookie, which is a gluten-free cookie for anyone oh. with like allergies. And it's actually super good. It's like a shortbread cookie and then it has like boysenberry jam in it or something. Really good. So if you can't have gluten, it's a great option. <laughs> and it sounds like even if you can have gluten, it's still a great option. Wow. Yeah, it really is. I, I like their cookies. And then there's Adorable Snowman Frosted Treats, which has one of my favorite frozen treats in the parks. Alcohol or no? No alcohol. Oh, okay. Well, now... Now they have alcohol there, but <laughs> it's like a Pixar pure parfait. And so it's lemon soft serve and then like a blue raspberry icy, like layered in the middle of it. It it's so good. It looks weird. It doesn't sound like it would be good, but it's delicious. <laughs> I feel so. like I need to look up a picture of this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sounds nice. Yeah, so that one is really great. And then um, they just did start selling alcohol there. So you can get like, 
your like lemon soft serve with like blue curacao and then they have like a mango soft serve that I can't remember what they put in that one but yeah so that one like you can add you can spike your ice cream if you really want to <laughs> which I kind of like you know they understand yeah. no, that's um, um for the comparison over in Epcot they have the ice cream martini over in the France pavilion so similar comparisons there Oh, that ice cream martini looks so good. <laughs> it is good. It's very filling and very strong, but it's very good. Love it. <laughs> and what else do they have, Ashley? And then finally, there is Lamplight Lounge, which is like my second home in California Adventure. Um, so they have an upstairs and downstairs section. Upstairs, you can get just like the small bites menu. And then downstairs, they have like a full menu. And you can get the donuts down there, which are so good. Um, but then they have open bars at both. And they have a pretty extensive menu. And yeah, every most drinks on their menu are pretty good. So I am so happy that so many people, you, um, Amanda, Sydney, all of our Disneyland friends would, would always tell us about Lamplight Lounge and, and how it was the go-to spot. And so I did get a, a dinner reservation there and we're, we're so happy we went at, at this point, we were exhausted. Like <laughs> it was like, yay, we're going to Lamplight Lounge. Like we were so tired, but it, it was such an, a, a cool experience. And, um, I was, I was happy with the service. I got the lobster nachos. Brandon and I shared them actually. And they were, they were really good. I think my mom got some type of burger. I'll have to post that all here um, for the listeners and talk about the experience, but I, I do like it. It reminds me of like a, you know, you walk down to a local pub. Yeah. Something (laughs) like that. And I was like, yep, this is, this is DCA-esque. Yeah. And then they do have a separate room, which I was like lucky enough to get to eat in one day. So it's like all the way in the back and there's like this little secret entrance and it has its own like balcony that you can like watch the Incredicoaster from. And it's just like a private room that you get. And so that's also just like a really cool like hidden thing that they have in there. So I want to, I need to tell this story because the listeners know that I give it to them real, right? Um, I did not have the best experience with Disneyland DCA cast members. Mm. Some of them were really like a little, I don't know. I don't want to say like West Coasty, but like California E. And I was just like, I'm not, that's so sassy. Like, because we were just walking out, like we didn't even want to eat there, but I knew about the room and I just wanted to see it. Like I wanted to see the view from the balcony. And so I went over to one of the servers and I was like, Hey, like we're not eating here, but can we see the secret room really quick? And she literally laughed in my (laughs) face and she was like, ha ha ha, it's secret for a reason. And walked away. Oh god! Like, like ah, that was so rude. <laughs> she literally laughed in my face, and I was like, "We gotta go," because I, I, I was just like, "Okay, like if if it has to be a secret party or something, blah blah blah." But like, I don't know the way she approached it. I was just like, I was just trying to see the view. My apologies. Yeah, oh, but no. yeah, there is the secret, <laughs> the secret room. <laughs> Yeah, I will say, I don't know who it is. There is one cast member that works at Lamplight that she has given us problems multiple times. So I get that. (laughs) Here to use the same girl. Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if it was. And like, I was trying to be nice. And at first I thought she was joking. Oh I would have thought she was joking. Yes. Yeah, me too. Like she literally just started laughing. Oh God. And walked away. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And then I was mad. Like I wanted to talk to a manager. I was, I was like mad, but um, you know, my mom and Brandon are not confrontational. So I was like, let me stop. And we just, we just walked out. Cause it was the end of the night anyway. And, um, but it was great. I do still suggest going. It was just that one gas number that maybe had a weird experience but yeah yeah for sure that's all the restaurants right Mm -hmm. 
Oh. All right. So we you, listen, you can't go to DCA. You can't go to Disneyland without experiencing some shops, right? We got to get our merchandise. We got to get our souvenirs. And let's talk about where we can go to do that. So one of the first ones on my list here, which I only have three here. Is there only three like merch places? Wow. Mm-hmm. I figured there'd be more with such a big area. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's only the three. It's kind of sad, but it is kind of sad. Yeah. Well, for you newbies, make sure that you stop into these three places because actually I think that they could be really cool. And I also walked through them virtually through the YouTube. Man, YouTube should sponsor this episode because I'm giving them all kinds of fun, aren't I? Okay. So the very first one is Bing Bong's Sweet Stuff. Um, which I thought was really cute. So a lot of sweet treats and some really fun like toys and merchandise and things. I love um, Monsters, Inc. I think it's just one of the cutest movies ever. And I don't feel like that Disney World even has a ton of Monsters, Inc. stuff. And when I went through this little shop virtually via the YouTube, I did see some Monsters, Inc. like t-shirts and toys and things. So um, that's really fun. You got to walk through these shops. Do you mean Inside Out? No, Monsters, Inc. Bing Bong's from Inside Out. But Monsters, Inc. is in this store. Bing Bong is the, is the guy who goes down the hill, right? It's her, it's like his, her imaginary friend. Yeah. Yes, but okay, so I'm sorry. I, I should have prefaced this. So when I was going through it virtually today, oh, I saw like yeah. a whole section of the shop. I'm sorry. No, no, I should have prefaced that. It's not Monsters, Inc. themed by no means, but I just feel like we don't have a lot of Monsters, Inc. stuff. In- You're right. I, I thought, thought I was referring to like, the shop because it's hit, like there's no. a, like, a character of him on the outside of the shop. And I was like, people are going to be walking around looking for Sully and he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But this is a really cute shop. And uh, the, obviously like the outdoor area is just adorable too. I wrote it virtually or I walked through it virtually. And next up we have knickknacks, which this is for all of your Pixar merch. Um, I didn't get a chance to go through this one, but I think this is a bigger one, right? Am I right, Ashley? It's actually kind of a similar size to Bing Bong's. To Bing Bong's? Okay. It doesn't have like all, it doesn't have like the candy and all that sort of stuff in it. Gotcha. Gotcha. When I was looking at the entrances to both of them, I was like, gosh, that building looks bigger, but Cool, cool. And then last up, we have Midway Merchantile, which is all of your Toy Story themed toys and accessories and merchandise, which who doesn't love a good Toy Story t-shirt? Come on. You can't leave Pixar Pier and not grab some type of souvenir. So if you've never been, make sure you stop at these three places. Um, Kara, I do want to hear from you before we go into our ad break. Did you stop into these three shops? Because I know you always like put aside time to go into shops around um you know what we did go into bing bongs it was very short yeah um, because we try to save our shopping for like the end of the day and we knew we were gonna stop into world of disney later that night so we were like oh let's just peek through and then my mom like grabs the bing bong and she's like let's buy this and i'm like no (laughs) um but it's cute They're, they're all very uh like super sweet and adorable and themed and it's just nice Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. All right, guys, we are going to pause for just a second and take a quick ad break, but we'll be right back. We have some more for you, so stay tuned. Hey, everyone, and welcome back. Um, Casey and Ashley, thank you so much for kind of breaking down everything to find in Pixar Pier. Um, I do want to point out something else that you can find is one of these little pins. I have a show and tell for us all. It's the Pixar Pier pin. Um, now, I think I actually got this in Disneyland, but it's Pixar Pier. So I had to, I had to show everyone and I just thought it was really cute. So um, if you haven't yet, grab yourself a Pixar Pier pin in one of those cool shops. But Ashley, as our resident DCA queen, if you could enlighten us maybe um, on just some of your tips and tricks, like for uh, just new and alike, like new people or maybe people that need to experience something new in the parks. Yeah. So honestly, what I tell everyone who is going to DCA, like 
if you have like two days there or something, like my best suggestion is to rope drop Pixar Pier because no one is there in the morning. Everyone tries to go to Cars Land or Web Slingers now. Like those are like the two popular places where everyone just like congregates right there. And so if you go to Pixar Pier like super early, like you just get there and go straight there. You can ride basically every ride on Pixar Pier in like an hour. So it's great. It's amazing. I love it. Um, (laughs) And also, I think like it's underrated to like pop into the Grand Californian from Pixar Pier. Like once you exit Pixar Pier and kind of like go around a little bit, there's like the entrance to the hotel and... I'm going there later tonight, but they have like such a beautiful lobby, such a beautiful fireplace that it's really relaxing to just sit around there. So if you are out all day, like burning in the sun, (laughs) it's a good opportunity to kind of just pop in over there um, and just like cool off for a little bit. And then like you can re-enter the park through the hotel. So it's not like you're going super far away or anything. Um, I know I mentioned the La Luna game. That's the one where you always win. You get a free little star. Well, not free. You still have to like pay to To play play the game, (laughs) but you still get your little star after that. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Do you have a must-get snack maybe? Or you talked about that frozen treat earlier. Yeah, the, the Pixar Pure Parfait is just so good especially because Pixar Pier does not have a lot of shade it is very hot in the summer Mm. and that is like it's so such a cold tree and it's really refreshing because of the lemon so it's not like it doesn't like weigh you down like it's not like a heavy tree so like summertime that is like peak treat to get (laughs) and then one other thing okay world of color isn't back but it's coming, hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. They keep saying World of Color is coming back. But a lot of that is. What? Can you describe what World of Color is for people that don't know? Yeah. So World of Color is like, like when you look at Pixar Pier, you see like the Incredicoaster and the Pixar Pal around. And there's like the huge body of water in front of it. And all through there, they just do like a water show where they like play scenes and music from like Disney movies and all that sort of stuff like on the water and it's very beautiful it's fun and then they change it for like Christmas and that sort of stuff um but whenever that does come back fingers crossed it's soon (laughs) um it's actually a lot easier to watch from the actual pier instead of in front because then you're not like fighting crowds to try Mm. and get into that front area and you can get a pretty good view of the show just from back by um pixar pal around actually or another option too for watching that these are just like my favorite ways to watch shows (laughs) but whenever entertainment comes back it'll be pertinent (laughs) but um you can actually get like the latest lamplight reservation and they mm. let you stay down there and like lamplight's right on the water. And so you can actually watch World of Color from Lamplight. So you can just like sit, enjoy your food and drinks and just hang out and watch World of Color. So it's it's a great show. Like I've, I miss it. It's been gone for too long. So. Does it happen daily? Is that a daily show? Yes. Okay. When the parks, like, so right before COVID, it broke like some glass panel broke or something and so it's like been closed for even longer just because it was broken before COVID and they were trying to fix it and then COVID happened and they just didn't work on it and now here we are like three years later and it still hasn't come back oh my gosh and I have a question so this was a nighttime spectacular right it wasn't like a show like throughout the day that they did every two hours or something like that it was a nighttime thing yeah, they usually have two showings at night, I think. Oh. At least, like for summer, they would have two showings. Like they would have like one at like nine o'clock or something and like one at 1030 or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but they would have two like different ones you could go to. So 
That's really cool. Now I know for like in Disney world, obviously like happily ever after was the fireworks show like pool and everybody came to it. And now like it's enchantment, obviously. And when the nighttime spectacular is happening, all of the rides are like walk-ons. So my question, I just have a quick question about um, the world of color because I'm so interested in it. Is this one of the things that like pulls all of the crowds to Pixar Pier or is it just like just a show, like a nighttime show? Um, it, it does pull pretty large. It does crowds. pull crowds. Wow. Like, and especially since it's like in front of the water, usually like the whole pier behind is pretty calm. But they do um, stop Incredicoaster and Pixar Pal around during the show because they actually use like the lights on Incredicoaster and Pixar Pal around like they incorporate it into the show. So they do close those temporarily while the show is going. That's so unfortunate that that's not happening right now. Gosh, it sounds like a cool show. It's a really cool show. Yeah. So, like, the pier is usually pretty empty. And then people, like, usually clear out of the park after World of Color. So, yeah. Oh, and then, like, another random tip is for the upstairs dining for Lamplight, you can do walk-up reservations, which you, like, sometimes you get lucky and they'll, like, let you do a walk-up downstairs. But upstairs, you can just check in on the app. And it's usually, like, takes like 15 20 minutes and then you can go up there so you still get like all the fun drinks half of the fun food <laughs> like and since we're talking about it what are your lamplight recommendations oh, what's your so go-to's to get <laughs> oh gosh okay food wise the um potato skins they're the best potatoes in disney i don't know they're so good <laughs> Um, and then I don't like lobster. So like, I know everyone raves about the lobster nachos. I don't care for them because I don't like lobster, but they do steak nachos. They're not on the menu, but they'll make them for you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so those are fantastic. Um, and then food wise for brunch, cause they do brunch, um, Friday through Sunday, um, their French toast is amazing. And then their brunch burger is really good too. Hmm. And then drink wise, oh gosh. Huh. For brunch, obviously the mimosa flight because I love mimosas. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, and then ugh, the regular menu. So like anything off the secret menu is honestly pretty good. And so it's actually Cove Bar. So Cove Bar used to be Lamplight Lounge. Or, yeah. yeah. It was when it was like Paradise Pier is called Cove Bar. And now it's Lamplight. And so if you just Google like Cove Bar secret menu, you can find their secret menu and you can order anything off of that still. And that's where like the fun wheel and like all those fun like blue green drinks that people post at Lamplight, they're mostly from the secret menu. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Uh, and that's then, cool yeah and then off of their normal drink menu final with a fix is my favorite one it's like raspberry tequila and mezcal it's oh. like super sweet with like a little bit of smokiness to it and then probably the sunrise spectacular that one's like a very easy one to drink like I don't like bourbon it has bourbon in it, but it also has a bunch of like tropical juices. So it covers up that flavor and it's just, it's refreshing. It's a nice, easy drink. So. Right. Yeah. Wow. That is some really good tips. Stop. Like that's really good. Mm-hmm. People are going to have a lot to write down in this episode. Let's get all Pixar Pier information. <laughs> so much. I have to send you guys the, the secret menu and you can post it on your Instagram stories with yeah post secret yes uh, done check yes I literally have it favorited on my phone so that like when I'm there I'm like which one do I want (laughs) well we all know that lamplight is like super popular in in Pixar Pier do you think that it's the most popular thing there do you think in Credicoaster like what is pulling the crowd to Pixar Pier oh oh that's a good question probably the Incredicoaster or Midway Mania. Mm. 
Okay. Yeah, I would say those two are probably the biggest pool. Midway Mania usually has a much longer wait than Incredicoaster. So that's one that's like good to like hit early in the morning because it'll be pretty empty. But throughout the day, that one gets really long. So I think it's like those two rides that are kind of pulling most people over there. And then since Lamplight's kind of like right at the entrance to it, I feel like it never gets like super crowded feeling around it, but yeah. yeah. Nice. Casey, do you have any other questions for Ashley? Um, I, yes, I actually have one question. I'm sorry. So I'm all about like, since character meet and greets in Disney World have like basically been non-existent. I have to know like what kind of character meet and greets or character sightings you would see in Pixar Pier? Yeah, so they have, I'm trying to think right now. So they have like, it's between like Bing Bongs and like the Pixar Pier games. Yeah. They have like this whole little, I don't know what it's called. Um, It's like (laughs) oval, round shaped. Um, But they'll bring characters out onto like a little stage right there. Okay. Um, And they actually used it during Oogie Boogie Bash too, to bring characters out onto but they'll bring out like Bo Peep and like Woody and Buzz and then they'll bring out like Joy and Sadness. They're so cute. I love when Sadness comes out. (laughs) She's my fave. Like I love her. And every time I see Joy, I'm like, where's Sadness? And then she's like kind of makes her like motion, like moping around somewhere. Bless her heart. Yeah. So they'll just pull different. Oh, and like, I've seen like Soli over there as well. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Ah, Never met Sully. Dang. I thought I had a picture of the title because it, it says it on the that arc. Yeah. I just I just have a picture of the little thing in the center that says Pixar Pier, not yeah. the actual arc. Oh. So, darn it. It's okay though. We'll figure it out. I know I have a picture from Oogie Boogie Bash because that's where Sid was. Oh. And I was like trying to think, but I only have where it says Pixar Pier back too. <laughs> well there's like there's literally so many questions that we could just sit here and and nitpick but um if you guys don't mind I do have like a comment as uh, a first timer at Pixar Pier um the first comment is I was not expecting it to be that big because when you think pier you think like a strip Mm -hmm. right so I was just expecting the strip and it's really like a loop plus like some outcoves and uh we were like walking so much we walked so much on our dca day but like i was not expecting that so make sure you have good shoes on your pixar pier dca times because wow um i also wanted to mention the incredicoaster all the way uh rock and roller coaster (laughs) incredicoaster love it um and I do have one kind of like comment slash question for Ashley is when we were there, we were lucky enough to see Lunar New Year. Um, we saw the parade with Mulan and Mushu, which was cool. Like we've never seen Mushu in Disney World, I don't think. Um, but do you take that section now? I, I believe that section is the Paradise Garden Park or the, the two different sections over there. But do you include that as your Epcot? Like, are there other seasonal offerings or celebrations that happen at Pixar Pier? Yeah, so like our like I think they're bringing food and wine festival back again, and so that like when you walk in, how you go down Buena Vista Street and then head towards like Avengers Campus and Pixar Pier, and there's like the one long walkway that extends all the way through. So for food and wine festival, they put booths all along that whole thing. So like Lunar New Year was just over in that one section just because it's one of their smaller festivals, but like food and wine and then festival of holidays, they like kind of extend throughout that entire walkway. Okay. And then they do, um, I'm trying to think of the right word for it. It's not coming to my mind, but around Halloween, the section that's like in the back um, over by like Paradise Gardens and that sort of stuff that was all like Lunar New Year, Mm -hmm. they make it like all cocoa themed for Halloween and it's really cute so so like they do change the theming of that area out a lot just based on like whatever festival they have going on so it's kind of in a way like Epcot 
like a little baby Epcot. A baby Epcot. Like take like a tenth of Epcot and like sprinkle it over there. (laughs) I feel like (laughs) that's it. Well, I did just, you know, appreciate like they Lunar New Year is a big thing over there and we don't have that at Walt Disney mm-hmm. World. And, you know, we're all about celebrating culture and like just learning and, and diversifying this community. So I just really appreciated how they, they brought that to life and brought yeah. out those characters and the very authentic, the dances and the women and the dresses. It was great. Loved it. Yeah. And like, um, I think when you were there, they have the Super Bowl stage set up. Yep. Yeah. So like for a festival of holidays, they have usually just like a normal stage set up and they actually bring in like dancers from like different like cultures and religions and that sort of stuff. Like I got to like catch the whole Diwali show like for a festival of holidays. And so Disney like outsources to bring in like authentic experiences from different cultures um, for those like festivals and everything. So it's really cool. Disney for the win. Yeah. <laughs> honestly though disney for the win (laughs) gosh well um i don't know about you guys but i love pixar pure absolutely just like aesthetically pleasing like film and ride pleasing and and food pleasing and everything's pleasing so next time you head over to dca make sure to hit up pixar pure we want to thank you ashley so so much for joining us and giving us your thoughts and opinions and expertise and we just want to say thank you again Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. <laughs> of course. And just one more time so the listeners know and can go follow you because your content is chef's kiss. Can you tell them where to find you? Yes, you can find me at Darling of Disney. If you ever need a drink recipe, you will find all of them there. So. <laughs> and actually, um, thank you again. I just want to echo this really quick is that your account is one of my favorite accounts to follow on Instagram. And so I just want to echo, you know, what Kara said and what you said about like anything you need, like I guarantee you it's on my page somewhere. And if not, let me know and I'll make sure to make it happen. But um, Ashley, again, thank you so much. And uh, for our listeners, guys, don't forget, make sure you follow us on all of our social media. We have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have our YouTube channel. You can join our Patreon for a bunch of exclusives on the podcast and our team as a whole. We love you guys so much. Thank you for joining us once again for another episode of the Why We Disney podcast. Happy Wednesday. We hope you all have an awesome day, but that's all for now. Bye.